to the Flying Solo Podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. If you're working solo or have dreams of starting up, you'll find support, inspiration and advice at Australia's largest and liveliest small business community. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Here's your host, Robert Gerrish. Hello and thanks for joining us for another Flying Solo Podcast. I'm Robert Gerrish and this episode is part of a special series called Home Truths. Make working from home really work. It's brought to you by New South Wales Small Business Month and New South Wales Government Initiative. In this five-part series, accompanied by two webinars, inspiring business owners share their tips and ideas on starting, running and growing a home-based business. New South Wales Small Business Month is a celebration of small businesses with hundreds of events across the state throughout October. It's all about giving you the practical business information and support to start, run or grow your business. To find out more, just head to businessmonth.nsw.gov.au. Now, I'm delighted to be talking with Matt White from Ergoflex, who joins us from the rather picturesque Hunter Valley. Hello, Matt. Thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Okay. Now, look, what I would like to talk with you about, now, I've, I've spoken to you before. We did a little video a while ago uh, about your business and that wonderful mattress-in-a-box concept that, that you brought to Australia, but I'm not going to go into your business. I want to look more at your motivations for starting your business. So, if you would, just tell me what it was that, that really prompted you to get this business going. Yeah, sure, Robert. Look, I think there was a, a number of factors, uh, really. Uh, the first, of course, that I was really interested in starting my own business. I think I've mentioned to you before that I used to attend uh, many small business functions for the previous job. And I thought whilst I was at those functions that I could actually run my own business as well and successfully. So when the opportunity arose, um, you know, I took no hesitation in, in taking it. Uh, a couple of other uh, reasons, really. Uh, and, and they're both personal. The first, uh, because obviously I'm from the UK, I always wanted uh, that opportunity to be able to jump onto a plane whenever I needed to, to get back to family or friends if there was some kind of emergency. I know it's quite a morbid thing to, to talk about, but when you're working for a company and you've only got you know, 22 days holiday a year, uh, you need that flexibility to be able to uh, you know, jump on that plane uh, and, uh, you know, go and see loved ones if there's an emergency situation. And mm. I knew if I had a corporate job, that was never going to always be the case. Uh, and, and the third one is also family related. Uh, my wife and I had just had our first uh, son uh, when the opportunity arose. And I was working long hours and I was just missing out on so much of his upbringing. I would leave before he awoke. Uh, I would get home and he was you know, just about to go to bed. So I was missing all those key milestones that other people also take for granted. Yeah, okay. So so very much then, you, and this is obviously something that we see very often with people running a small kind of home-based business, is that we do it very much as a lifestyle choice. So in your situation, you're saying you wanted the flexibility to be able to kind of move away from your, your work uh, at short notice. You wanted to be around your uh, children or your first child. You now have three, I believe. 
No, four. Four. Oh gosh, sorry, Matt. <laughs> four, four young children. Um, so the that that clearly is your motivation. And to what extent, as well, was the was the commute something that used to kind of drive you nuts? Was that something that you've really enjoyed uh, getting rid of? Um, in a way, yes. Um, look, I live in Hunter Valley now, uh, so my commute to work is uh, you know fifteen minutes in mm. a car uh, yep. no traffic no never a traffic jam quite a nice pleasant drive to work listening to uh to podcasts and the news and, and such like uh sydney uh yes uh the commute you know does you know drag on you know particularly in the in the winter months where it's dark or it's raining and uh you know you're stuck in traffic um so so yes in, in a way uh but you know a commute's always a good opportunity as well to to catch up on emails or, or do things that you're not able to do at work you know use that time sensibly yeah okay all right so when you when you establish your business um initially you did this very much at home and i know that you had a a a kind of partnership with a friend that allowed you to bring this product to australia how did it how did it feel that sort of you know the days before you started your business do you remember much about the the kind of emotions that you felt as you kind of moved towards a launch yeah, definitely. It took uh, almost a year to, um, you know, get up and running. Uh, a lot of work in the background. Let's not forget, I had a full time job, so I was, you know, working uh, the hours during the day, but also working on this project before I would go to work, and also in the evenings as well. Just trying to put everything into place before we went live in, in May two thousand ten, which obviously was the date we went live. So there's a lot of work that went into that. Uh, in terms of emotions, uh, excited. Uh, trepidation uh, you know my wife in particular was very nervous about uh, you know me starting a business because of, of the work involved also the risk and uh, you know whether or not it would succeed in Australia because uh, the mattress in the box concept was unheard of uh, when yeah we first okay so now you know here we are eight years on and, and we obviously know the business uh, is going very well for you but what I what I'd like to do is have a look so initially when you started uh, you had one child as you say you've since had another three children so things are things are uh, you know active at your home let's say initially how did you sort of establish boundaries you know you've come from uh, employment where to a large extent you know your day is kind of determined uh, to into your own business do you recall what that was like initially and any particular boundaries that you established that worked particularly well for you yeah sure look, for the first year of the business existence uh, you know I was working full-time at the same time so I was doing two jobs literally so when I was, um, you know, in my lunch break, I would then be able to catch up on everything that was important about what was occurring in my own business. So trying to keep that a secret was very, very challenging. And I was also conscious that I didn't want to let my current employer down as well, uh, very ethical in that respect. So I was conscious I would never do any of my own work during the working hours of the company that I was working for. So it was a lot of before lunchtime and after work activities. It took a year before I was able to take the plunge uh, and um, you know resign from my current uh, position at the time. And then, of course, make that transition to working from home, which is a huge, huge step. Uh, and I have written about it on Flying Solo before that I found uh, leaving the corporate world very difficult uh, indeed. I found it very difficult uh, not to uh, have to put on a suit and tie every morning uh, to go to work in 
you know, jeans or shorts or even just to move from the kitchen to the bedroom where my office was located, I found that really challenging. Uh, so I'm so interested to hear you say that. What on earth is challenging about not wearing a suit and choosing to wear your shorts and your jeans? What, what was it that you found challenging? I think it's because I'd always been, you know, in the corporate world, I'd always shaved every day, uh, five days a week. I'd always worn a shirt and tie and a suit. Uh, and I just found that transition really strange and really hard to cope with. I missed the interaction with, with other people uh, enormously. And, uh, yeah, it was just it's such a weird, a weird time for me. I still, I still miss that, uh, I guess, regimented way of the corporate world. I really uh-huh. do. And I have found it difficult. Well, that that's interesting. So let's have a let's have a look at that because it's it's so um, it, it's a bit of a contrast because often when I speak with people, it's it's an absolute joy that they've escaped that stuff. But for you, it's 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 kind of not. You know, it's something that you, as you say, you're still working with. So why don't we have a look at a couple of things? What have you done? Let's say, look, you mentioned their connection. You know, you miss some of the connection that you have within your job. So. How are you bringing that into your daily life and your business now? Um, I think that's crazy because I speak to a lot of people across Australia who wish to purchase, you know, one of my products. So the conversations we can have can last from anywhere from two minutes to, to half an hour if obviously they're looking for more advice on how to sleep sleep better. So there's a lot of interaction in that respect. In the early days, you know, I used to try and have a conversation with the postman, uh, you know, just just – just so there was some kind of human interaction, uh, you know, during the day. Uh, there was always that, um, uh, I guess, uh, found it quite difficult not to raid the fridge uh, every half an hour or find excuses to get up and wander around uh, the house or the apartment where we were living. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it has been a strange tradition, but but now uh, now I think I've settled into it okay. We have obviously, uh, you know, members of staff who, work uh, with us so in that sense that's fine but you know even uh, i remember the, the corporate world is so rigid in the fact that you have a meeting you know every i used to have a meeting every friday at four o'clock or every monday at 10 o'clock just trying to uh, you know ensure that that you know continues to be part of my working week to have those regular meetings you know where people do sit down they turn off their phones and we have that discussion so i think that's something that i still bring to play you know in my my, uh, I guess, small business that I'm working today. This is probably a good point to remind listeners that this series is brought to you by New South Wales Small Business Month, a New South Wales government initiative. It's part of a month-long celebration of small businesses with hundreds of events across New South Wales throughout October to help you start, run and grow your business. To find out more, just head to businessmonth.nsw.gov.au. Okay, so let's. That, that's interesting that you've what you're you're saying you've done there is you you've bought some of those corporate structures into your business and um, not wishing to kind of lead you too much, but I know that also I remember when you popped up in the forums at Flying Solo. So you use uh, I've observed you kind of using online discussion as a way also of creating a sense of connection. Um, what about networking as well? Um, how have you sort of participated uh, in face-to-face networking and what's been your experience there? 
Um, I used to network an awful lot when I used to live in Sydney. I would go to all the business chamber meetings, small business forums, and meet an awful lot of people that way. When you leave the corporate world, sometimes all of that just disappears. Um, and I used to really enjoy that part. That's how you know I mentioned at the beginning, how I was inspired to start my own business because of the people that I, I used to meet in those particular forums. And now uh, I'm a member of the local business uh, community here in the Hunter Valley. Uh, and that's something that I still I still like to uh, participate in, not as much as I used to. Uh, that goes without saying. But um, but yeah, I like to network, uh, you know, through LinkedIn, uh, for instance, or through uh, communities like Flying Solo, where you can speak to people, although admittedly not face to face in the online uh, you know, environment. Yeah. Okay. And let's have a look also at. Um, kind of motivation because I know that was something that you've kind of alluded to that that was a bit of a, a struggle at first how do you now find like how what's your um your kind of pattern of an average day that kind of sees you at your desk ready to face the work you know what what any any particular tips and tricks that you found that really work for you in that side of things yeah, sure. Look, I love my job. Uh, I love uh, the brand that I represent. I love speaking to people about trying to help them sleep. So the motivation is 100% there. When you start your own business, you uh, basically you lose all right you know, to holidays. Uh, you lose all right to weekends because you're constantly at work seven days a week, every day of the year. But, you know, if you like something like I like my job, that doesn't matter. You know, Public holidays are just another a day. Yes, you're not going to the office, but you're still on call. You're still, um, you know, uh, I guess processing orders. You're still trying to help people with the questions that they have. Um, so in that respect, um, I'm motivated more today than I uh, was during, during the corporate world. And those, you know, those aspects don't really uh, mind to me. My average day, you know, I mentioned it, it starts with being there for the children at breakfast time. You know, that's a huge difference to when I was mm. in the corporate world. Um, you know, you can choose to take your kids to school or you can choose to come to work early. You can choose to stay at work late or you can choose to finish at three o'clock to be there for your uh, children's pickup at school, for instance, or an afternoon assembly. Um, you know, that would never have happened uh, when I was working in Sydney. Uh, not not a, not a chance and i think that is really inspiring and really motivating for people who want to take the plunge to uh, you know start their own business yeah it's it's really interesting hearing you talk because you know i can i can listen to a piece of what you're saying and go oh my gosh he really finds it difficult to switch off from work and it's it's he's working all hours and he's working at weekends but then actually what you say is well you choose to do those things and you actually love it you know and, and it's it's interesting. That's what I find so much with people that are running, um, you know, a home-based business or a business that is very much designed to suit their life in the way that you have, is that sort of delineation between work and home life, it kind of ceases to be an issue. And I think that's what you're saying. It's kind of, you don't mind where work pops up because you love your work so much. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. And, it, you know, if, if you have to go to work on Saturday or if you're uh, taking calls on a, on a Sunday during lunch, you take the call. You know, it's business at the end of the day. That's that allows me to be in the, in the really fortunate position that I am today. It allows my you know, children, uh, you know, for us to live in the Hunter Valley. 
for instance. And my children know that, uh, you know, and we have discussions about that all the time, about, you know, respecting the fact that, uh, you know, dad has to take that call at this particular point in time or dad has to go to work on Sunday or, you know, we can't take two weeks holiday. You know, we can only take five days, for instance. But, you know, I can come to your assembly next Friday or I can take you to the swimming carnival, for instance. So I think there's all that, uh, you know, balancing and, and I guess communication that we have as a family that really uh, allows it to function as well as it, as well as it does. Yeah. Okay. And and um, you know, interesting. You here. You are. You've got four primary age children. So you know, it's that's a busy household. But clearly, you know, as with a business, um, the stages of of, uh, of of children. You know, you go through certain stages and and you evolve on to the next phase. But so let let's just have a look at your business uh, in the future. How do you see things? You know, what are your own plans for how you'd like to be working a couple of years from now? What are your kind of growth and development plans? Yeah, sure. Look, we're growing our business year on year, and we want to continue to do that. And we know that it's a competitive environment compared to when we first started. So we have those challenges. But I think the trick is really if you believe in your product and you know that the quality of your what product is, you know, uh, is what differentiates you from, from, from competitors. And it puts you in a good position. And I think I'd like to continue uh, to help people sleep better. You know, the, the, the amount of calls that we get from people are so happy, uh, you know, that, you know, we've been able to assist them is motivation enough. You know, when you have someone call you and, and they're literally in tears on the telephone saying it's the first time they've slept in 10 years, that's, that's enough. Uh, to really drive you to to continue to do what you do sure so uh and look, that, that's that must be beautiful conversation to have and I, and I really do love the way that you you kind of get so much from your customers and clearly give so much but so do you envisage that uh your business will just continue to grow in the way it's growing do you do you imagine you might diversify and move in other directions what are your thoughts there um, yeah, definitely. I think you've got to, um, you know, always look at other opportunities. You know, we've diversified this year into uh, a related product, a bed frame, uh, to match the quality of the mattress. So that's a natural step uh, for us to take. And there are other bedroom-related products that you could easily diversify into. Uh, and I think that's something that, uh, you know, uh, may well form a large part of our business going forward. Um there's still opportunities in Australia. You know, the, the industry I'm in is, is a huge industry and we're only touching the surface with the people that we're reaching. So I think that's, you know, also where our, our time and investment uh, should go as well into actually developing, you know, our own market, our main product. Fantastic. Okay. Well, look, Matthew White, it's been lovely to catch up with you. And I know last time I met you, you certainly weren't wearing a suit, nor had you shaved a great deal. So it strikes me that uh, eight years in, you're pretty comfortable with, you know, who you are and uh, your role within your business now. Would that be right? That is very much right. But I do like it when I do go to Sydney and you have to, you know, put on a nice shirt, nice pair of trousers and shoes and attend a business meeting. I still like those days. Okay, that's but great. I, but I also like coming out too. <laughs> yeah, okay. Matthew, thank you so much for spending your time with Flying Solo today.
You're welcome. Thanks, Robert. Before we leave you, thanks so much for joining us in this episode of the special five-part Home Truths series brought to you by New South Wales Small Business Month, a New South Wales government initiative. To listen to the other episodes and catch our webinars, head to flyingsolo.com.au forward slash small business month. New South Wales Small Business Month is a celebration of small businesses with hundreds of events across New South Wales throughout October. It's all about giving you the practical business information and support to start, run or grow your business. To find out more, just head to businessmonth.nsw.gov.au. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo, How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything you know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au. 